In season two of Star Trek Discovery, I sat down with the cast and showrunners at Madison Square Garden during Comic-Con to talk about the series. And they talked about a lot of things, including maintaining the quality of the show. This is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. Alex Kersman is now the head showrunner, but he's really more than that. He's really guiding the future of Star Trek. He explains the look and the scale of this series. Executive producer Heather Caden also comments. One of the things we took very seriously is that we're asking people to pay $10 to watch the show. And if, if we're going to ask people to pay that money to watch the show, then we better deliver them an experience that they can't get on normal network television for free. Um, I want to, we all want to, blur the line between movies and television. And Trek is the perfect way to do it because the, the canvas is so massive. So we've done a lot of things in season two that really kicked it up several notches from where we in season one. We switched to anamorphic film, so it's a totally different aspect ratio. It's a much bigger and wider aspect ratio. And for me, what that does is it, it, it makes everything bigger, but it also somehow increases intimacy. And it's one of those weird things that just happens with those lenses. Um, the visual effects in season two are insanely good, I think. Uh, I'm so proud of our VFX team. They've done so much work. And when I tell you that it takes eight months per episode, it really does. There's that much work that goes into the refinement of the visual effects. Uh, I would put our visual effects up against really anything. Marvel, Star Wars, anything. I think we're, we're in a competitive space with them now. And I, I'm and still I, upset that they didn't get recognized. But Yeah. This anyway. is my plug for our VFX because they work so hard. Um, but I'm really proud of it. And uh, I'm, I'm just proud of the work that everyone has done. And I got a big too. So there you go. Yeah, you really like it. On the tightrope walking doing Star Trek in the 60s and today. Their technical abilities in the 60s were just really different in, fil- in the world of filmmaking than they are now. And if we were going to deliver you those sets now, you'd be very angry about paying $10 for it. So we have to figure out a way to honor the spirit of what those sets represented and those costumes represented. I will tell you that in the premiere episode, when our actors showed up on set with their TOS uniforms, it was awesome. And it was particularly <laughs> awesome to see them in contrast to the Discovery uniforms um, and to see those worlds come together. Here's Heather Caden and some of the surprises of season one. And Alex Kurtzman talks about what their aim was to do Star Trek Discovery. Well, one thing we didn't intend in the beginning, it was originally a 13-episode order, and the last two episodes were born out of our partners being really happy with it and the network wanting more, and and I think the writers came up with such, not as opposed to just extending the story that was there, really came up with more story than was originally intended, and we got to spend more time and I think got to uh, unveil a couple of things we wouldn't have otherwise. There's a tremendous learning curve in, at the production level for a show of this size in, in the first season. Are you going to talk about eight? That's what yeah, so saying. like in episode eight, um, the, which is the episode where they go to Pavo, it was our first away mission. Um, there were many things about that episode that didn't exist when we shot it. Like the look of the Pavan, for example. Um, and when we saw the look of the Pavan, we felt that 
it was not in keeping with the sort of the scope and scale and feel of our show. We we, we attempted to go practical with the problem. So we had an actor, a dancer actually, in a costume, and, and it just didn't look right. So when we were editing the show, we decided to make the character. We, we decided to make the character a uh, visual effect, and that really changed the look of everything. So we changed the look of the planet. We changed the look of the species. We changed. I mean, that that used to be a person. It's funny because that's a little bit of the Java story from Star Wars, right? There was a puppet. <laughs> they didn't like it. They cut it out. And then when Java showed up later, you know, or it was actually an actor. It was an actor. It was an actor first, and then they decided to make it a puppet. We're, we take it to the next level. It was a person that looked like a puppet that we turned into a CG character. <laughs> Roddenberry is always the compass for Star Trek on, on any iteration of Star Trek. And I think what that means more than anything is that his spirit of optimism and his view of diversity and his view of a better and brighter future and the kind of world that we can have is the soul of what Star Trek is. Um, a, a world of gender parity, a world where sexual orientation didn't matter, where the color of your skin didn't matter. That is Star Trek. And that must always be Star Trek. So once we fulfill that and honor that, then each show can have its own identity and should have its own identity. Um, and I think that, that's what it means. So 10 years from now, 15 years from now, there will be somebody else who's doing a new Star Trek show, and that show will feel different. And hopefully they'll still be following the same compass that we and everyone who came before us have been following. Look for Star Trek Discovery opening a new season, before we know it, in 2024, and that will be on Paramount+. Plus. Speaking of Plus, Sci-Fi Talk Plus makes a great podcasting gift, not only for yourself, but also for friends and family. There's over 900 episodes, commercial-free, uncut, and even special programs. The best part? Totally free, with no obligation. Click on the link in the show notes for that free lifetime access. This is Tony Tolado.